Just a quick heads up for Roster Watch Nation, we've brought a sports betting podcast here to the feed. This is the Algo 5-Pick Podcast featuring the value index tool for Roster Watch Premium members who are interested in sports betting. It's hosted by Can't Miss Mitch, who you've heard on the SiriusXM show. He's the creator of the Value Index Tool, a.k.a. the Algo. It's him and it's his boys, Brad and Peter the Irish Guy. This is a sports betting podcast that we've brought to the Roster Watch feed, and our hope is that the podcast will provide context and some kind of human interpretation of what the Algo, which is hit at a, I mean, a 58 to 62% clip across all games, over the last half decade historically but what the algo might be pointing us toward in the betting markets so you can get access to the algo's weekly picks for every game along with betting volume versus money insights the prop finder tool all the stuff we talk about on the radio show you can find all that and more with a premium membership at roster watch and so for now let's hand it off to the algo boys and can't miss mitch What it is, Pete, the Algo is in the building. You're in the building. It's really not a building. It's actually just a really nice house. <laughs> um, but we're here. The, Al- and- the Algo walked in like uh, Conor McGregor walks into the stadium, just fucking arms flailing, chest out, just absolutely crushing after an unbelievable weekend. Um in case you were wondering, by the way, that was the crack of us drinking this Santa Rita. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers we're, to the Algo. Cheers to the Algo. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, delicious beer, by the way. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, the Algo. Remember, I remember saying last week, like, this is where if, if you have gambler have been hot, maybe sometimes we always start hot, right? We've got a hot start to the season. But... Things, you know, come back to the mean, and those hot players tend to then go cold. It's a long season. There's a lot of games. This is when you need something like the Algo to see you through the kind of week 12 to the end of the season when it really gets firing on all cylinders, um, and you can really start making some money because we know who's good. We know who's not good. We've got great data teams the good teams are good the bad teams are shitty let's make some money uh give us the give us the records i want to hear the records for the algo how much we're up what happened last week so yeah massive week last week the algorithm 11 4 and 1 brad was 9 6 and 1 i was 8 7 and 1 and you came in at 7 8 and 1 after winning monday night more importantly, though, for the overall season, the algorithm is at 56% at 97, 76, and 7. It is up th- uh, $1,130 $1, on the season in the green. Um, Brad is at 49.1%. He's clawing his way back to 50%, 85 and 88. He's down 1150 I'm at 54.9% at 95, 78, and 7, up 750. And you are continuing to lead the way. You got to 100 wins this weekend, 173 and 7, up 1,700 bucks at 57.8%. 
I feel like I should get like a green jacket, maybe like a green no, hoodie no, no. for getting to 100, maybe at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Maybe you get a yellow jersey, the yellow jersey like in the Tour de France okay. that the leader wears. All right, I'm all right with so, that. Okay, you can get the yellow jersey for the leader, but no, no, we ain't there yet. There's still, as I said, last going into last week, there was over 100 games left to pick. There's so many games left to pick. That's just of the regular season. Yeah. So the long, long way to go, the algorithm is in this for the long haul. That's what it's about. It's about the whole season. It's not about an individual week. It's not about a couple of weeks. It's about the whole year. This is how you make money. We had something very special happen for those that follow along in our Patreons. By the way, if you want to subscribe to all of our picks, first off, thank you for listening to our five pick. We hope that you're getting meaningful information for free on these very five picks. We try and pick solid picks all the time, and every pick is a solid pick in my opinion. Sometimes I don't agree with it. The algo corrects me many of times. Uh, but you can find us on patreon.com slash bet the algo. It's 10 bucks a month. By the way, uh, everybody that is on Patreon has, we think they're absolutely killing it. Um, for those that want to actually see all the data, you're getting that. You're also getting our video. You get to see me and Pete hang out and drink beer and talk sports. Maybe that's exciting to you. Yep. Maybe you'd rather just hear the audio. Frankly, I would rather just hear the audio than look at us too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also post the Circus Sports Million Five, and this is what I wanted to get at. Yeah. Because we've got out of 4,691 entries, we are ranked 283 right now. The top 100 get in the money, and we are climbing. So just what you said, there's over 100 games left. So much time left. Tons. Tons left. You pick five. The, 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 the Algo picks five every week. You pick the five that we're going to go with. Um, a long way to go. You've climbed. Ever since, you know what it was? Ever since I made fun of you and lit a fucking bonfire under your arse, I made fun of you for... For going 60%, for, for going three and for two. For telling you, for you claiming that 900 out of 4,000, you were really happy with it. I said, no, we'll be really fucking happy if you make the top 100 and we make money. Um, that's what's happening now. You've knuckled down. You've got fucking blinkers on. You're like a gray horse in any horse race. The gray horse always wins. I'm a gray horse. You're a gray horse. Just I'm not a gray horse. The algo's the gray horse. Exactly. Uh, so I just do what that tells me. I'm the messenger of the algo. Yep. So we're, you know, creating the model and then delivering the message. That's what I'm doing. Uh, but I am excited because we are within striking distance and just a couple of points. So you get a half a point in the Circus Sports Million, the way it works. I get a half a point for a push. push yeah. uh, and a point is a win. Yep. And what separates you know, the top 100. And there's a bunch of people tied, by the way, a bunch. So I think these last few weeks here, well, I guess what, we're in week uh, 13. Yep. And we've got, what, five weeks left? Uh, week 18, no. There's so six, including this. So six weeks. All right. Right, because think, yeah, because... Anything can happen. Because teams are, are New England Patriots. Good segue into we can get started into our first game. New England Patriots, six and five in the season. 
Six more games left to decide what's going to happen. Before I do that, uh, our good friend over at Angel Fire, they do these free squares and free pick them with free money to be had. Download the app. There's no catch. There's no deposit. There's usually games every single day. I love the interface. Go and download that puppy for free. Play games, win money. Let's start. The Bills are going to Foxborough. I feel like something's broken in Buffalo a little bit. But New England opened up as a six-point home dog. I'm seeing four points on Vegas Insider consensus right now. Some books at three and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if this number ends up going a little bit lower here, uh, down to three and a half. 59% of the tickets coming in on Buffalo, 72% of the money on New England. Yeah, that tells you kind of all you need to know about that spread and that opening line, right? Is the Sharps are looking at that going, wait, New England are getting six fucking... New England and Bill Belichick off a loss are getting six points at home? Is That, that can't be right. What do you think happened to them Absolutely. at practice after losing that game? Or do you think Bill gave them a pass because that game was stolen? I think... I think the offense got a pass. I, I think the special teams manager had to fucking sit in an isolated fucking... He had a shovel horse shit. Yeah, or he had to fucking go sit in the box for fucking 24 hours. That makes sense. You know, so, I yeah, listen, I think the line opening up at six is, is kind of wild, especially considering I don't think Buffalo are quite the team that they might have been early in the season. Um, I think they've looked vulnerable Right, Minnesota, who we should have beaten had the refs not stolen a touchdown catch against us, it would have been to overtime. Just beat Buffalo in Buffalo. So um, I think the six-point spread is is borderline bonkers to me. Um, that being said, listen, I you know Buffalo, they're four and one in their last five against us, right? Straight up, um, although. That four and one of the last five straight up, it, New England are seventeen and four in their last twenty one straight up against them. Right, so this it's all recent for Buffalo success. Obviously, since Tom Brady's gone away, um, to me, Belichick off a loss on a short week. Well, I say short week. We played Thursday, as did the Bills. So it's it's a normal length week, really, even though we're playing on Thursday. I think it's a good time to play Buffalo. I think Buffalo squeaked out of Detroit with a close win, getting back home. I think we got robbed. I say we, New England. New England got robbed of a win. This is New England's season on the line. The last two outings by the defense against Buffalo have been horrendous. They've looked really bad. If you've listened to Devin McCourty at all this week, he's been all over this. The defense have not played well. Josh Allen has been able to do whatever the fuck he's wanted against New England the last two times. The playoff game being the most memorable, the one that sticks in our memory, that was an embarrassment. I think New England answered the bell this week. I think we have David Andrews back under center. He would be a big, big addition. I'm, I'm pretty certain he's back. I know Isaiah Wynn is out at left tackle, but I think we can manage that. I love New England this spot. 
Give me the points, if any points. If New England were a one-point dog, two-point dog, I'd be taking them at home in this spot. You think Buffalo, it felt like you were going to pick Buffalo. I, not in a million years. It felt like you were going there. No. Uh, Matt got excellent protection last week, and he had plenty of time to find the open receiver. Uh, Buffalo, their defense uh, has been atrocious. Uh, they are in the same company as uh, Philly, which they're both giving up 27 points a game their last three weeks. Seattle, Cleveland, Chicago. I mean, they're in the bottom of the barrel when it comes to defense right now. They're not good. And perhaps that's because what happened with them with the travel, with the snowstorm, and having to go to Cleveland or having to go to Detroit and play Cleveland there. And then I thought Cleveland had them on the ropes. I thought Detroit was had them on the ropes. I actually think New England can deliver a knockout punch. This is the perfect, perfect game that I think this New England defense, who actually played good. I think anybody just looking at the scoreline will say New England's D played terribly. Not true. It was our special teams. You had the uh, running into the punter, which then resulted into seven points. And then you had the seven-point kick return. There's 14 points right there. You know, you're you're under 20 points, and New England is holding a really good Minnesota offense uh, to below their uh, uh, year-to-date average. Um, New England is a better football team, better football team than Detroit and Cleveland. Okay, Buffalo though, the week before, second week in November, they played November, uh, they played Minnesota, and they lost that game by three points. Okay, that is a comparable direct comparable stat line that you can look at. They gave up 33 points to Minnesota. And I think this new England offense is, is getting going. The defense is there. We'll get special teams situated. I think new England's going to win this game outright. I really, really do. Uh, I'm on new England. The algorithm has Buffalo winning 25.23 to 22.20. You're getting nearly a point of value in new England. Unless this thing really goes down to zero. Uh, at a pick, well, I'm sorry, unless it goes down to three, uh, three points, then it will go and flip because you'll get two-tenths of a point of value uh, on Buffalo. I don't think this thing ends up at three. I think we'll probably settle at three and a half. All right, we're going to move on to Denver uh, at Baltimore. Uh, You know, good Lord, is Russell Wilson absolutely just terrible. This line indicates that, too, because Baltimore opened up as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, They're now laying eight-and-a-half points. 63% of the money coming in on Baltimore, 77% of the tickets as well. Yeah, this um, couple of funny things from both of these teams last weekend. Denver obviously just looked like dog shit, and you had... um, you had the was it the the D line or the the D lineman from Denver, the O lineman walking off the field and fucking losing it at Russell Wilson. Oh, he was chirping. Yeah, absolutely losing it. And Russell kind of had this awkward look on his face, just like, like what did I do? Like uh, he just didn't know what to do. Denver is just an absolute fucking shit show at the moment. Um, what a disappointment! It's such a disappointment. I and I. I'm kind of, you know, I think everyone's kind of shocked. Like, 
everyone's jumped on a bandwagon about like how bad Russell Wilson is, and it's shocking to be honest. A, a Hall of Fame player who no one thought at any point was beyond his his you know past his best. This could just be a case of maybe he is. Like it's, I feel like in the NFL we have all these quarterbacks, Rodgers and Brady and Manning and Breeze who played till you know 38, 39, 40 at such a high level that we were ex- were expecting all of them to do it. That's not normal in professional sports. Like playing past the age of thirty six at a high level is is the exception. Maybe Russell Wilson is just fitting into that bucket, and we're just not going to see the Wilson that we saw in the past uh, at Seattle. But I don't see how you can, in any way, shape, or form, bet on Denver. They're the worst offense in the league. They're historically bad, this offense. Add to that, with their record being so shit, with how bad the offense is playing, the defense are going to pack it in. So something that was a huge strength for them they got rid of Bradley Chubb. This defense, defense is all effort. We know that. It's all effort. And you start to lose that subconscious bit, you know, bit of effort when your team stinks. It was one thing at Tampa Bay when Brady came over. Their defense the year before Brady got there wasn't very good. Brady got there, everyone's winning again. All of a sudden the defense good because people care. That's it's a just a, it's a easy. It's thing a to locker make. room vibe. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's an easy, I mean, easy it, thing it, to it, 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 it's contagious in a good way, yeah. and in this way, it's contagious the other way. Right. I think on the other side, you had Lamar Jackson doing. I know he's kind of vocal on Twitter, but it, it was shocking his response on Twitter to some random guy that just tweeted out what he thought about about Lamar Jackson's performance and Lamar Jackson said kind of called him out and then he says at the end of the tweet suck my dick which was shocking to me like i cannot believe someone the leader of a baltimore ravens franchise would go on twitter and say that now he deleted it after harbaugh said he had to, he actually talked with lamar he said listen in all my time speak he doesn't speak like that that's not him Fine, and there needs to be a rule. I think Harbaugh mentioned that that he's going to implement twenty four hours. Po- twenty four hours after the game, no one can be on social media. What I Very heard that rule. Antonio Brown actually hijacked his Twitter account. <laughs> that wouldn't shock me at all. Um, it was, if that was, then it was very tame for uh, Antonio Brown yeah, Brian's, brand style. But that kind of shocked me with Lamar. I think this is a is a game where Lamar will feel like. You know, there's a little something on his back. There's a little bit of pressure on him, or there's some outside noise. He's going to focus in. He's the type of person that I like putting money on. He's a winner. This Baltimore team are good. They're going to be there in the postseason when it comes down to the end. I see them absolutely throttling this this Denver team. This is a get-right Baltimore game at home where they just punish Denver Give me Baltimore. This line could be 14. I'm taking Baltimore. Yeah, I, I think when you look at where the money is, when you look at the play, all of that, look, Denver's defense is still a outstanding defense. I mean, these guys are ranked third year-to-date in points scored or points allowed. Um, How were they last week against Carolina? Uh, I mean, terrible. 
Um, right. But the last three weeks, they're giving up three more points uh, than their year-to-date average. They're giving up 20.7 points a game. Baltimore's defense is giving up just 14.7 points a game. And when you look at that offense, I feel like they're not even in gear. Even though they scored 26 points last week, I feel like Baltimore is still getting going. This is a much more complete team. And there's no chance that Baltimore loses this game. I just think this is too many points. This, to me, feels like a seven-point game. And I think Denver's defense is going to be able to keep it close. Yeah, that locker room's a mess. I think everybody's, you know, they didn't fire the coach, did they? And everybody's calling for it. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be the next one, though. Um, The Waltons just bought the Denver Broncos, and this isn't their guy. So the new owners are in town. They didn't hire this head coach. I mean, he's, they, a, he's a hack. Yeah, they've, exactly. He is. Uh, but listen, he, and he, yeah, it is his name. They have no allegiance towards this guy, right? I think this is, he's a very, this is a very fireable, easy fire candidate for them. If they go in and get stomped on Monday morning, he could be out of a job, right? The algorithm, and this feels so right. Baltimore wins this game 23.24 to 15.27. You're getting a half a point of value on Denver. And God, that feels so accurate. That, that definitely feels like a game where we go, wow. Uh, the algo just nailed the exact points again. To leave you with this, Baltimore, 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven home games against Denver. Okay. So the last seven games in Baltimore, Balt, uh, Bal- against the Broncos, Baltimore, 6-1 and one against the spread. Saw this. Ravens are 0-5-1 against the spread in their last six home games. Wow. So they are overvalued at home. Yep. Their last six. That's, that's a bananas line. Uh, Jacksonville heads to Detroit. I'm interested in this game. This line opened up at one. Uh, Detroit being favored. Hasn't moved much at all. Uh, although, I'm sorry, it has moved. Because Jacksonville is now favored by one, one and a half. Uh, is what we're seeing. Biggest insider consensus has it at Jacksonville laying one. 60% of the money coming in on the Jags, 54% of the tickets on the lines. Yeah, this, you know what, this game, um, when you look at it from the outside, right, this game is like, this is a real fun game to me. This is just a good, like, neither of these teams are going to win the Super Bowl, but both of these teams are kind of young, are, are exciting, fun to watch, entertaining to watch. They've both got good head... Well, when I say good, Dan Campbell's entertaining on the sideline. Doug Peterson's really good head coach. You've got the young QBs playing against each other. They've got weapons. Like, this will just be a game I feel like both teams are going for it and fourth down a bunch. Neither team... You know, they both want to win because they probably inside in the locker room are both saying, listen, guys, if we win out, we can make the postseason which they're good enough to do, right? They just do dumb things. I think of these teams being very, very similar, though. Very similar. They can both run the ball. They have solid quarterbacks. I would say Jacksonville probably edged the quarterback, but it's very, very close. I think they both do dumb things, but they both do great things. It's funny, when, when, when and I say that, if you look at offensively, Detroit are ranked eighth in the league, points per game and Jacksonville are ranked ninth right so they're they're very very similar on offense the one outlier 
is defense. Yeah, but Detroit's defense has stepped up. I mean, they're they're much better of late. And you're right. As a better, those are the things that you need to be able to pick out, right? Detroit have had a few games which kill them in the points per game um, statistic, right, over the year where they've had, but they are at the bottom of the league. They're 32 out of 32 and have in points per game. Um, Jacksonville are more middle of the road. I think they're right in the middle. They're so, a couple. They're year to date. Yes, right. Year, year, year to date, year Jacksonville to, is ranked fourteenth. Them and the Giants right. are giving up twenty one point one points a game. Detroit still ranked last, but right now Detroit's defense is better than the Rams the last three weeks. Yeah. Better than Arizona. Better than Buffalo. Better than Philly. Yeah, and you're right. Right. If you are going on recent, they have stepped up and they've looked good. Um, this game, though, usually in this type of game where I think it's a fun game and they're both really, really similar, I just um, I go with the home team because I, I think the advantage ends up being the home team and the line is pretty close. Here I'm not. I'm going to go with Jacksonville for one reason, one reason only. I heard Trevor Lawrence on the Dan Patrick show on Monday, and he was great. He was very... What did he say? Uh, well, like, it, it, Dan Patrick kind of... Not tried to needle him, but like he gave him an Urban Meyer question, which he didn't lead with, but he said, I got to ask you, you know, people are still asking you about this. Um, and at the end of it, Dan Patrick was like, you should be a senator. Like he just had the most lovely, great answers. With, he didn't tr- throw anyone under the bus. He didn't say anything bad about anybody, but he just gave you enough where you're like, oh yeah, you're cool. Like there's enough, there's a little Peyton Manning in him. Yeah. He's very, very good with the media. Um, but yeah, I, I, he was just entertaining. I loved listening to him. I hope they win. I like Doug Peterson, even though he beat, he, he got our Super Bowl against New England. He's just a fun coach to me who loves football, loves going for it in Fort Dan. They went for two to win the game, and they got it. He trusted. I love that. The, the, the throw that he made to Zay Jones was, I know it's, a, it's an out route, and you know, you should make it, but on the, it was perfect. Yeah. It was an absolute dart right in the hands, so... Give me Jacksonville. Let me take Jacksonville. I basically Trevor Lawrence sold you on Jacksonville, 100%. and I, I do like what you're saying. I think you're not wrong, um, but we'll find out. Uh, you know, on Sunday, I all everything you're saying makes complete sense. I think this Detroit team at home, who by the way made the playoffs, they're seven and four against the spread, so they made my playoffs. They're, they're, they're an algo darling. Actually, Jacksonville and Detroit both have been algo darlings all year. And we kind of have these uh, two, four, and seven teams, right? I think they're both four and seven. Yeah, that's right? I, I know the Jags are four and seven, yeah. Um, Lions are four and seven. So, yeah, we got two, four, and seven teams. They've been, Detroit's just been a covering machine. And I'm going to ride Detroit, I think, you know, playing Buffalo very well at home. I think this is a game they'll win. Jacksonville coming off a big win. They'll, you know, they'll have a letdown here a little bit. I like Detroit to win outright. The algorithm has Detroit winning 26.46 to 24.48. You're getting nearly three points of value with Detroit getting a point. So, Mitch, you will love this, taking Detroit. Detroit in their last 10 home games are eight and two against the spread. Wow. I mean, that's that's some serious value on Detroit at home. Eight I, and two. I love that. By the way, uh, 
we had two consensus picks last week. So when uh, you, myself, and Brad, along with the Algo, pick a team, what did we hit last week? Two games. We went 2-0. Yeah. I believe we went 2-0. Yeah, let me look at them. We had, I think we had the Detroit. Was it? What do we have? Detroit? We had Detroit over Buffalo. Consensus pick. And we had the Miami Dolphins over Houston consensus pick, which was a great game if you were better, up 30-0. to zero. Um, Ended up covering by one in the end, but it never felt like it was any other, any other result. So we, we've done very well, I think. I think we're hitting like over 65 or 70% yep. on, on that consensus. Brad is not with us. He just enters picks. On the computer, sends it because he's having a baby. He's yes. having a child, so he's he being, isn't having he, a baby. He's, he's he's being a, he's being a good husband. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. If you're interested in hearing all of the picks, find us over at Patreon.com/slash BetTheAlgo. It's ten dollars a month for every NFL game for an entire month. I mean, if you can't make that back on what we're delivering, well, you probably shouldn't be betting. Uh, but we are giving you legitimate tools to actually make strategic bets. Uh, we hit the over as well on Monday night. So some, some people use this as a way to uh, bet on the totals. Um, yeah, because we're giving you exact scores. Um, so, yeah, over under betters, you got to pay attention as well. All right. Pittsburgh, Atlanta. I don't know why. I like every team this year. Every team has something new and dynamic about them. And I'm interested in this quarterback in, in Pickett. I liked watching him the other day. I liked watching this uh, defense in the Steelers. I thought they played phenomenal. Um, I, re- I, I do, And then I like Atlanta. I, you know, I think what they've got going on with Peterson and, and Mariota kind of having a resurgence the Falcons opened up laying one and a half. No real line movement there. Seeing some books where um, uh, I did it again. Gee, I'm blind. They are. There has been line movement because uh, Pittsburgh is now favored uh, by a point. So my bad there, fam. Uh, Pittsburgh five and five against the spread. Falcons another algo darling seven and five against the spread. But ninety percent of the money coming in on the Steelers. 57% of the bets. Uh, Kyle Pitts, he's gone for the season, although he hasn't really done a whole lot. What do you think here? Uh, yeah, I mean, you sound like you may be excited about this game. You could be the only person in America. This is a fucking stinky game. Um, both these teams are just they're just poor, both on both sides of the football as well. The, the Monday night game... I was kind of interested in, I told you, to, to watch more from the Colts' point of view because I wanted to see Jeff Saturday do well. I wanted to see them win. He, they didn't, and he got a lot of stick for not using his timeouts correctly. Although, if you watch the game, it, like, it didn't matter at it all. It did not because, matter. Because, it, what, 20 sec? It would have been 50 versus 30. It didn't they matter. They still didn't complete fourth down. So, it, that would make no difference to the outcome of the game. None. So, right. So, that... I. You know, fine, if you want to call the fourth end. It just would have meant that they would have been incomplete on fourth and whatever it was with 40 seconds left instead of 30. Like, it made no difference. So, um, but if you look at both of these teams, I say they're stinky. The Steelers are fifth from bottom um, in the NFL in points per game. Is that correct? No, the, in yards per game. 
in yards per game, they're both very, very even. The Steelers are the fifth worst offensively, and the Falcons are the sixth worst offensively. And on the same, the, and in the same kind of, um, then the same vein, if you look at points uh, conceded per game, the Steelers and the Falcons are one spot from each other as well on the defensive side of the ball. Both in the bottom half on both ends. They aren't very good. Mariota's play has declined. Peterson looks okay at, at, at running back, but there's not a whole lot for me to get excited about in the Falcons team. I'll give you the young QB behind center for Pittsburgh and maybe paying attention there, but they got rid of Claypool, the only wide receiver who I thought was making things happen for them. Um, Najee Harris has a, has a lot of it on his back. This game, I, the only reason I'm going to take Pittsburgh here because they're coming off a win, because I think they're a better franchise, and I really don't want you to send me a Falcons gif. Oh my God, that, it's the best gif of, of all time. Fal- me and Peter, well, Peter started this when Matt Ryan was on the Falcons, and obviously being Patriot fans, we love the troll. And you know those group texts where you just have those all-time trolls, they come back routinely, they always get a quick, easy, cheap laugh. And anytime Matt Ryan or the foul, well, really it was Matt Ryan when he would throw a pick, those typical like third and tens from inside the 20, and they end up having to punt because Matt Ryan's a doofus and he gets sacked and doesn't throw the ball away from, you know, and they've got like a fourth and 20 now from the 40. Uh, yeah, I love, it's it's literally just that uh, close up of a Falcon and he's just going like, like a, shock, oh! a shocked face. Oh! Of the right. And so yeah, it's a perfect it, gift. It's it's perfect. I wish Matt Ryan actually saw what we did to him because it's the best troll of all time. For that reason, there's no way you can bet on the Falcons. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this. I think the Falcons had a really difficult challenge last week. Washington's defense is so on fire. You've got this incredible mojo that the commanders are bringing to the table and the Falcons were very much contained. They had a chance late. They were knocking on the goal line late in that game to not just cover, but win that football game. So uh, we got away. So does everyone against Washington. Sure, sure. I mean, it's it's like every every game, every, like, it doesn't matter who it is, but it always happens. But but Atlanta was in that game. I think Atlanta, uh, I think Pittsburgh is getting too much credit here. I'm going to take the Falcons. I like the Falcons to just not just uh, cover, well, it's a point, but but I think they're going to win as well. Um, the algorithm has Pittsburgh winning outright 23.5 to 19.33. Any, any color around uh, betting trends? Yeah, Pittsburgh, in the last 12 games against the Falcons, are 10-1-1 straight up. Wow. Um, so in a close game... You know, if you're just looking for a winner here, Pittsburgh 10-1-1 in the last 12 against Atlanta. Um, The only other piece I have here, the total has gone under in six of the last nine Atlanta games. So over-under betters, under under has hit six of nine. Before I get into this final game on the pick five, I went ahead and looked at th- this week, by the way, I don't know. You haven't really seen all the output, but this week we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games that have under a point 
of value. Jesus. This is the hardest card according wow. to the algo or the market is buying the algos data and saying this is what the spread say, should be. Yeah, was, We're moving lines. I was going to say or the algo is perfectly predicting spreads right now. It's exactly what it's doing. Right. So Vegas, maybe Vegas are seeing the board really clearly now, which is what they should be doing. And the algo is seeing it clearly, clearly now. So with that, as we know, point one of a value point is just it's as value. good as 10, 10 It doesn't points, matter. Right? A win is a win is a win. Speaking of win, I got this new Patreon subscriber, Steve Wynn. I don't know. Have you ever heard of that guy? Uh, I I think I'm getting I'm, I'm getting I'm getting all these guys from Vegas who are now logging on to our Patreon and subscribing so they can so they can set the lines now because okay. uh, the, the the algo is absolutely dialed. But yeah, you know, look, it, it's all about finding value. I said this on a uh, dumb TikTok that I'm now doing because. Um, Mr. TikTok Mitch, as, oh my they, as they call you um, in Mexico. It's it, Mr. It, Mitch, Mr. TikTok Mitch. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they do Mr. call me in Mexico. Mr. TikTok Mitch. I love it. Uh, you know, any any source of value, I think really what I said was if you can ultimately change your perception about who's going to cover the spread and think about how to find value in the spread, yep. right? Because it's all about finding that value. And if you can do that, and if you have some metrics, which is essentially what we're doing, we're making your life easier, but you could do exactly. this on your own. This is a, you know, pick five. Well, no, you couldn't do it on your own because you're an idiot. I mean, you just let us do it for you. Well, you, yeah. but you could. Well, you, you couldn't. You're an idiot. They're all idiots. Most people don't have the discipline uh, to go out and do that. But anyway, seven games under a point of value. So some of these picks may flip. Uh, depending yeah, on line so movement. So that's a good point, right? Is definitely pay attention to these picks because as we know, the day of, a lot of games move half a point to a point. And, then, and, and in this case, if we see a point movement on seven of these games, they're going to flip. So um, we always say, you know, pay attention to those scores. Um, obviously, if you've got the Patreon, you know, we're going to update you. You've got the scores right in front of you. But if you're listening, uh, write the scores down. Don't just listen to the picks. Bet the Algo. Find us. Patreon. Come on. We got one game. Uh, the Commanders at the Giants. That was the last game that we're doing? Yep. All right. This line opened up another close one. Washington opened up laying one. They're now laying two and a half points coming off a big, big victory. Another algo darling. These guys are seven and four against the spread. The Giants, though, they're eight and three against the spread. So uh, two perennial monsters against the spread, just making bank. 76% of the money coming in on the commanders, 68% of the tickets coming in on New York. Yeah, this is a game I'm really interested in. I've been... Loving watching the, the Giants all year, to be fair. Um, but another game where, kind of like the Detroit-Jacksonville game, kind of like the game we just talked about in Pittsburgh and Atlanta. This is a much better matchup. But these teams are so similar. They're so, so similar in, in everything that they do. They have decent quarterback play. Danny Dimes is getting it done this year. His contract is on the line. The Giants opted not to, uh, opted out of the fifth-year option. So he's playing for his contract. He's going to get one, you'd imagine, from the Giants, and he's going to get an offer. 
um, or he'll get an offer somewhere else because he's done more than um, his fair share this year. They both run the hell out of the football. I think Washington have better receivers. We all agree on that. I no think, question. I think the Giants have had some inj- injuries. Galladay has been absolute dog shit disappointment. Um. Yeah. OBJ, it sounds like, was on his way to New York for a meeting, and then he got turfed off the plane, which was... I don't know. I don't even understand what that... Like, how does that even happen? But but did you... You saw the story. You ever saw the story? I saw it, the story, but I don't know it, what actually it happened. Clearly, it clearly was what OBJ said it was, which... So he got on the plane, and he, he was asleep. He put a blanket over his head. He didn't have his belt buckle on, or they didn't see it on. So the air hostess came over, the air steward, whatever the fuck you want to call them. They all think they're fucking like the NYPD on flight. Like they're just. The, it's bananas. It's the power, yeah, power getting, trip, power trip that they live. So they ask OBJ. They try to wake him up. He's in. He's asleep. So they said he was in and out of consciousness. Smart. He was asleep. Yeah. The fuck you talking about? Right. Like, and I'm not here to, you know, defend OBJ. I don't give a shit. But when you read about what he says, what happened, and what they say what happened, you went, well, clearly, he was asleep on the plane. It wasn't like he was hammered, no, tossed, causing a scene. No, no, not at all. He wow. was maybe groggy, and then you got all offended when he didn't have his, his seatbelt on. The next time you came back around, he was probably still asleep, and he didn't have it on, and, you, and the DRSS tried to make a scene of it. And decided to, you know, go I think off. OBJ has a case now. Yeah. Uh, clearly, this is racist. Exactly. Because exactly. if it was if it was a white person, I guarantee you it would have never happened. Exactly. It's a uh, ridiculous it, situation. It, yeah. And now OBJ can just who was the airline? Um, I don't know. Actually. Well, now he's going to sue them, I, and yeah. now he doesn't have to play football. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody gets OBJ. I Thanks want, a lot. I wanted to say it was American, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, listen, I, I think you know. With where I was going with that was it looked like maybe OBJ was going back to New York. Doesn't look like that anymore. It sounds like Dallas really want him. New York need wide receivers. Unfortunately, I think that the season could go the wrong way for New York towards the end. Um, it just has that vibe in terms of they're so reliant on Saquon to do everything for them and Daniel Jones with his legs that they need some help at wide receiver to score points, and they just don't have it. It almost kind of feels like like the Patriots and them in the same position offensively. We just don't have anyone to throw the football to. Neither do the Giants, and they're pretty young. This is a, a really difficult game for New York. Um, Washington, on the other hand, have all of the mojo. They have things rolling in the right direction. Heineke, although his stats aren't jumping out at you off the page, He's getting wins. And he's buying. He's a leader. He's buying Jordan. Yeah, that's I all mean, that matters. That's all that really matters at the end of the day here. Um, so with all of that, it sounds like that I was going to pick Washington. I can't jump off New York just yet. Okay. This is a game where this this is a game that will make or break my opinion on the Giants for the rest of the last four or five games, and if I continue and stay with them. Have you picked them like the every single week? Every single week I've picked New York. All right. And I've, every single week I've picked New England. So New York Giants, I'm sticking with it. But this is the make or break game. 
that will decide the rest of the season for me. Give me the Giants. Well, this comes down to really a one-dimensional offense for New York. If they want to win, they've got to be able to run the ball. And if Washington wants to win, they're going to be able to. They're going to have to be able to stop the run. And this team is ranked third in opponent rush touchdowns per game. They are giving up a half a touchdown per game. Okay, this is a top. 10 rush defense. So I think New York is in big, big trouble. This is probably a very, very low scoring game either way because New York doesn't have a terrible defense. They're not terrible. Uh, But I really like Washington. I like the juju that that they've got. I think what you said uh, about these teams going different directions, yeah, I think, I mean, New York has lost two in a row. Uh, To Detroit, that's not a good loss. Okay, you lost to Dallas. That, that, that's that's a, and now you've got Washington. You've got Philadelphia, Washington again, and then Minnesota. So this next month here for December for this Giants team, I think you know these guys who were in third place sitting at seven four started really great. I think there's going to be a big reversion to the mean. I can't see this team going nine and three against the spread. Uh, give me the commanders. I am all over them. The algorithm has Washington winning 23.15 to 20.13. For those of us that can't do math. I have two great. Little that is a half a point of value, of value. on value on, on Washington. I have a great two little pieces to take here. Washington six Oh and one against the spread. And they're not seven games. Yeah. That's they're nice. hot. And for your, for the over under betters. The total, listen to this, the total has gone under in 15 of the last 18 Giants home games. That is, it's 15 and three, the, the under is, in the, in the last 18 Giant home games. That's pretty amazing. So it sounds to me like the under on the Washington is the play, even though I took the Giants. Uh, well, I can't miss Mitch. You're Peter the Irish guy. We've got Bet the Algo here. Our Patreons, we'll catch you on the other side. For everybody else, thanks for listening. Good luck this week.